Okay. Marty. Yes, sir. Welcome to the very, very first episode of my own show called The Impact Show. Okay. It's an honor. Why are you the first guest? Because you are the person that has created the most impact in my life and you don't even know it. So I thought I would interview you first. Uh, you and I are both Chapman grads. We're we both Villa Park High School grads. Yes, sir. And we are kindred, kindred spirits. So <laughs> I was really stoked that you took me up on being on my very first show. Absolutely. So the whole idea of Impact Show came around all the conferences that we've done around the world for the Internet Marketing Association. I'm thinking, gosh, we've had Elon Musk come to one of our events. We've done an event once with Mark Zuckerberg at his house. We've had some of the greatest thought leaders of our generation come speak on our stage. People making impact, not just in their industries, but on people's lives. And what was really cool is as our board came together this year at the Internet Marketing Association, we thought, instead of just talking about internet marketing, let's weave in some stories of overcoming challenges, personal, professional, where the impossible actually became possible. So people were able to put their minds in a new place and actually be able to back it through relationships and work and such. So that's how I came up with the idea of coming up with the show and interviewing guests on a monthly basis for 30 minutes. And so I'm really uh, inspired by so many things that you do for our industry and just the world. And I thought I'd have you be on my show as my first guest. And I think it'd be really cool to learn a little bit about you. So maybe you can just start a little bit about your background, where you grew up, how you grew up, Tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, I'm a product of Orange County. Grew up, born and raised in Anaheim Hills. Uh, always had a board under my feet. You know, I was always out in the cul-de-sac, skateboarding, snowboarding, surfing. Always doing those things. Sports was a major, you know, part of my life as well. Um, had three older sisters, so I uh, never really got beat up by the older brother. I always got pinned down, my eyebrows tweezed and dressed up, so that, that was always fun. But, uh, you know, it, it was just, it was a great life. I had a great family, you know. Uh, they've always meant a lot to me. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, as, as time went forward and, you know, things uh, moved on, action sports became more prevalent in my life. I knew that was something I wanted to do in college. So ended up taking uh, snowboarding into college at the University of Colorado at Boulder. Nice. Um, after two years, uh, moved on and started playing volleyball. Uh, did my last two years there as well. And, uh, you know, after that, it's been a, a relentless pursuit, man, of uh, finding myself professionally, uh, finding myself as an individual. Um, I've worked in a number of industries and a number of things, but, um, you know, I've always been that crazy competitive guy. Right. And uh, always loved, like, you know, having an impact on people's lives, no matter uh, in what capacity, but always trying to, you know, do the best I can. That, that's awesome. I had an older sister, too, and I, I kind of know what it's like, right? <laughs> and. There were times where she would put her shoulders up on, you know, like her, her knees on my shoulder blades and I couldn't move my arms at all. And she'd stick her hair in my face. I mean, do these torturing things. Hair everywhere. It's crazy, all right? I mean, they got yeah. that long hair and it's just yeah. in your face. It's not cool at all. But uh, her and I stay close and uh, it, it's definitely a loving relationship. So you grew up uh, in Orange County. You yeah. went to Boulder, you said, yeah. did some snowboarding. Uh -huh. How did you end up at Chapman? Tell us your journey there. Yeah, Chapman was... A, one of the best things I ever did for myself. So in 2012, uh, unfortunately, I suffered a spinal cord injury. Long day out, triple-digit heat, uh, got dehydrated, and just went from one thing to another, and my body ended up giving out on me. Uh, stood up on a staircase, just lights went out, and uh, I fell down. That's when the injury occurred. And after that, I you know, applied all of that you know, athletic intuition that I had that, to just 
apply myself and push and push and put everything I did into physical therapy. Uh, but it just over time was apparent that physical therapy wasn't the answer that was gonna solve all my problems. Although it put my body in a better place, I knew that I needed to focus on my mind and work on that mental strength. And so um, I wanted to kind of put a shock to my system and really just take on a challenge that was more than I thought I could take on, but I just, I needed that. I needed that, uh, you know, that mental challenge and grad school was the thing for me. Um, I knew marketing and, uh, and entrepreneurship were something that I'd always had an interest in. I thought it was something I had an act for. And uh, so I had gotten lined up with a scholarship actually through USC. Mm -hmm. Strangely enough, they had a, uh, a scholarship fund for injured athletes okay. called the Swim With Mike organization and they helped me uh, get back to school, ended up going to Chapman. And you know what, it was the hardest but the best two years I could have ever done for right. myself. So here you're snowboarding, larger than life, you're going out, you're with your friends, and then you suffer this injury. Can you walk us through the mental framework as to how you stayed motivated through this challenge and, and how you were able to overcome what I think many of us would feel like impossible odds? Yeah, well, I mean, not to be cliche, it was absolutely a roller coaster because at first, you know, just being who I was and everything that I had been doing, I was almost in denial. It was just, okay, this is gonna pass. You know, I'm gonna, you know, push harder than anybody else like I always do and I'm gonna get through it. But this is something that was, something that could finally really kind of sit me down for lack of a better word. And uh, it, it really just put me in my place and allowed me to like, really have to look at the big picture and start reevaluating myself in a number of ways. Because not only could I not rely on myself to do the things, you know, for me that I needed to do, I had to ask other people for help and, you know, just being stubborn and having right. you know, pride, you just, you don't want to do that. You just, I feel like a very independent person and now having that taken away, it, it just, it strips you of a lot of confidence and. That was the hardest thing for me to gain back because I had always been a confident guy. I like to carry myself with swagger, mm -hmm. and you know, just being athletic and surfing and all right. these, you know, all these things. It's just it's a way that you carry yourself. And now, being limited to a chair or just you know right. by yourself in bed, it's you know you're you're forced to confront the demons that you're faced with and really spend a lot of time listening to your own thoughts. And right. that's when I knew I had to really do some uh, introspection and find ways that I could start rebuilding my mind and making it stronger. Right. Um, and it was a process, you know, it goes from being high and thinking you're gonna get through it to really being right. down in some really dark places. And it was a really difficult period of my right. life. And it lasted a few years, honestly. I, I could keep it together on the surface with friends going out and, you know, trying to be, you know, still a happy, you know, guy, and fun right. person to be around. but. I was still battling some pretty challenging things and you know not many people know that that actually you know had been something I dealt with before my injury as well mm -hmm. but you know something I could just kind of cover up right but now it was something that was just totally right apparent every sure. minute of every right. day right. and I had to had to face it so it, it's I I started taking on little tasks little challenges trying to find small victories and doing the things that I never would have done before and 
you know, it's leading right. to some cool things. And I think that's a great takeaway, you know, with the challenges that we all go through personally or professionally, whether it's physical or emotional, I think what you just said right there is like break it down into really small goals and, and just focus on that and, and not just the, the big picture, but break it down into small goals. I think that's a great message that we can send out. Now, bring me through a little bit. We've got the, the sort of mental strength and then we have the physical strength, the relationship between the mind and the body. The body can be strong, the mind right. can be weak. The mind can be strong and the body can be weak. Right. Talk us through a little bit of that dynamic. Yeah, absolutely. It's when my body was stripped down to nothing, that's when I realized my mind was so weak. You know, I could always get by on, you know, hard work and drive, but then when, you know, everything I kind of prided myself on, I guess, was just mostly on the physical side, things that I could just get around. And now here I am confronting these, these demons and it's, they do go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, but it's, I didn't realize how weak I was until this accident occurred. And so, you know, moving forward as, as the injury progressed and I kept doing physical therapy, I would, you know, it's those small victories again, yeah. when you work so hard for something and in this capacity, it, I mean, you've, you've worked out before you've. You've exercised, you try and find a little bit of gain, you maybe you lose that pound, maybe you, you know, push up that new weight on bench right. press that you've always wanted. But for me, it was really working ten times harder for ten times less, right. you know, that showed and it was that became mentally straining as well. And, you know, I had to find that balance now. It's it wasn't just achieving, you know, mental strength through, you know, physical accomplishment. Now it was the things that it was like okay, you have to tend to things that were actually a problem. Right. And you have to find new ways to do that. And, um, you know, the stress that it puts on you and this capacity of forcing patience upon you because right. you can't do things for yourself, having to ask people. Right. You know, not being able to work out the way you want sure. as well. And yeah. just the amount of effort required and everything, it's taxing. And so you have to start searching for those new ways. Right. And, you know, I think asking for help is one of the hardest things someone can do, um, you know, but you, you don't get anywhere by having that pride and trying to figure things out for yourself right, all the right. time. And for me, you know, relying on friends, family, and even therapy to mm -hmm. tend to some of those difficult times, whether it be depression or anxiety, and right. just venting out my frustrations sure. in general, you yeah. know, and that, and I think it's not just in my specific, you know, story or capacity, it's anybody you yeah. know no matter what they're going through whether it's professional whether it's personal you know right. in a relationship or anything um that willingness to be vulnerable is a very hard thing for people to do right um and we need to like understand that once you can submit to a problem it's not giving up you're just you know you are finally setting yourself free of yes. the things that have been holding you back for so long so it, it almost seems like a step backward at first, right. but really you're empowering yourself to tend to the things that have been, you know, taking Such hold of you for so message. long. Such a great message. You know, address the problem at its core, release yourself from that anxiety, that fear. Uh, that's, that's an awesome message. We're going to get to your film in a second, but the trailer, in the trailer, there was this one sticker on your refrigerator somewhere that I said, where it says something like, when you think you've arrived to hell. Yeah keep pushing now yep. explain that because yeah. i think we've all gotten to that point where we're just like 
I want this over with. Yeah. I, I, I can't face this anymore. I, I want out. Yeah. How, how do you get over that hump and, and, and continue forward? Can you explain that? Yeah. So it's that Winston Churchill quote, if you're going through hell, keep going. Um, honestly, this is something that has truly changed my life. Um, and it's whether I like it or not, because I really don't have a choice in this position. It's something that now I do choose to take on more challenges. Right. At first, the challenge was just dealt to me mm -hmm. and I had to deal with it, right. you know, and it was just nothing I could escape. I couldn't walk away from. And it was really freaking hard, yeah. honestly. And yeah. you know what? But as time goes on and it sets in that this is what you have to deal with. Right. And once you start addressing those things sure. and taking them step by step, it breaks you down, but you get to break your problems down into like little bite-sized pieces right. and address them and you find small victories. And that's the thing. It's, it's pain is something that we tend to run away from. Right. Right. And especially pain that we choose, mm -hmm. you know, whether it be challenges or taking on a new role that we, you know, right. didn't want or right. something, something in, in that regard is these are the things that actually per, like push us forward. Right. You think of a muscle, right? right. Think mm -hmm. of a muscle. It, without it being challenged or broken down, it doesn't grow. Right. Unless you go to the gym or mm -hmm. run or do any of sure. those types of things. It's, it's the same with our mentalities, mm -hmm. you know, and until you can learn to break yourself down yeah. in a way in order to build yourself up, yep. um, you know, that, that strain, that, that stress, but it's, it's all put to a positive purpose. Right. Uh, that, that's the biggest thing someone can do for themselves. So, so take me through MBA, you're at Chapman, how, how do you take all this and where do you go with this? Yeah. Um, first of all, Chapman, it was a challenge. It was a, it was a challenge and I relished in it. Mm -hmm. You know, I hadn't been able to compete anymore physically. And so I get to Chapman and now the competition is, it's mental, right? you know, and it's, and it's endurance. And it was something I didn't have a lot of because I get tired pretty quick, you right. know, and it's, it's a lot of mental, uh, strain you know, in grad school. But now I look at all these other students, not just as friends, but now as, as enemies oh, and yeah. you know, as competition, sure. not enemies, but competition. Um, and it was something that, that was the switch that flipped sure. for me. Nice. That's when I knew I'm going to take this stuff forward. Yeah. Right. And yep. so as I go through grad school, I start hitting, you know, I hit roadblocks and it's tough. And then I find new ways to do it. And I start achieving some success. The success builds on itself and it builds mm -hmm. on itself. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like opening myself up to what I'm capable of. Right. You know, so I go through grad school. Um, I graduate and I do better than I've ever done in my life. And awesome. I think it's because along the way I learned to challenge myself in ways that had beyond what I'm already dealing with, right. you know, right. that right. you can see. Yeah. Um, those are the things that I think really, allowed me to flourish. I ended up with a 3.93 better nice. than I've ever done. You know, I was a nominee for the most outstanding graduate student. A lot of fun things. Like, like I just, it blew my mind. That's awesome. Um, so it was, it was an amazing experience, but now moving forward, it's okay. Now it's time to choose a career. Now it's time to right. make something my life. And for me, it's, I'm no longer going to settle right. for anything Absolutely. and I'm no longer going to coast through anything mm -hmm. because that's not who I am. And I know that's, right. it wouldn't do my potential justice right. to sit here and accept the circumstances in front of me or sure. an opportunity that's easy. Right. You know, I, I choose the difficult things now because 
win or lose, I learn. And from that, I can push forward. So where are you moving this professionally? Tell us some of the career path that you've taken and some of the personal brand that, that you've been doing and some of the messaging on stages and such. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about your career path? Absolutely. So right out of school, um, I linked up with uh, an old buddy of mine that was from the uh, snowboard team at the University of Colorado. Uh, they had a booming startup going uh, that used action sports to empower at-risk youth. Awesome. Um, and I was handing business development for them for about two years. Oh, cool. And it sort of evolved into more of like a marketing and events role. Um, and that was really fun and cool. And that's where I got linked up uh, with one of my interns who ended up making the film Relentless. There you go. And uh, we'll, I know we'll get into that a little yeah. bit. But um, uh, since that time, I've moved on and I started my own creative agency. Mm -hmm. uh, many people don't know, I was actually a film studies undergrad at Boulder. Okay. Um, and now I'm kind of coming full circle on the, uh, on the creative side. So I'm Very using cool. that marketing and entrepreneurship MBA that I achieved from Chapman and now bringing the creative side in. So right. now we're, we're kind of packaging content for people, Very marketing cool. it, and like providing consulting and business development. And what's uh, the name of that? Uh, and that's Mocha. Mocha. Marty O'Connor Creative Agency. Okay, great. Yeah, so I, may, I may need to outsource some work to you. Yeah, okay. hey, hey, absolutely. Bring it our way. All right. Um, other than that, I'm writing a book Sweet. as well. Yeah, called Back in Action. Back in Action. Yep, should right, be done cool. in the next couple months here. Awesome. So fingers crossed. And, you know, that's just, it's sort of just, drawing on my experiences and you know the mental transformation that I went through and providing people the strategic roadmap right. to turning your adversity into your advantage right you know I just want people to know that like your circumstance is not your sentence right you know and you could use whatever's holding you back whatever difficult things you're going through right. to actually propel you forward you just need to channel your mind to do so and so I try and help people with that this this optimistic energy has there what where is the root of that where does that come from because it is it is so unique as a characteristic to, to be able to to you know step over so many things that are going on where's where the root of that positive energy come from this may be a turn here but i feel like it's it was rooted in the darkness that i felt for so long um and was that before your injury or before my injury okay. i was always very very hard on myself okay um i always pushed myself i was like I was a good, fun time, good guy to be around, but right. like inside, I just, it was perfection or nothing. Right. It was either perfection or failure, really. Mm -hmm. So I, anytime, you know, I screwed up in sports, I would just right. beat the heck out of myself. Right. And, you know, snowboarding, same thing. And I really, like, when you try so hard to be perfect, I, I hold myself back from being willing to fail, right? And so when I was put in this position, I was forced to fail so often, mm -hmm that I realized that was what was actually pushing me forward. Right. Okay. Right. And it right. was, it was learning these new ways to do things and just learning to take chances. Right. right? Mm -hmm. And so now I've been able to take that and get those small victories and I've had a lot of losses and failures right. along right. the way. Right. But I know that it's all pushing me forward as it's long amazing. as I continue to take those chances right. and those risks. Right. And right. so, um, now it's, it, you know, I'm, I, I'm not, that risk averse, right, you know, right, just right, as much right. as I was on my snowboard. Now That's I'm willing awesome. to take chances to push my life forward, and whether it works out or not, I know that I, I took that chance, and you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be okay no that, matter that's, what. That's awesome. So take me through Relentless. Uh, we got the creative agency going. You got your MBA. Yep. You got your undergrad. You got your positive energy. Yep. You got your personal thought leadership. Not to mention the podcast and the podcast. I got the podcast. So okay. we call that Wheel Talks. Talk to uh, me it's about funny. that. It's funny. So it's okay. a good buddy of mine, yeah. uh, Sonny Case Bauer. 
uh, we met at the gym. He was coming to the Goodwill gym. Uh, you know, it's an adaptive fitness center. And we nice. met there. We just really hit it off. And he has been the one guy that uh, has really clicked with me uh, on a mental standpoint. Right. Him and I both have this, you know, kind of no BS outlook right. and just pushing through things. And we're both fun. We like to banter and roast each other nice. a bit, you know. And with that, we just want to show people that, again, going back to your adversity can be your advantage. Right. We want to draw on our experiences to help lift people up, uh, you know, and just share stories of empowerment, showcasing other people's stories as well. That's great. So, um, yeah, that'll be dropping soon as well. But, yeah. Great. That's and, the other thing. In our last five to ten minutes here, yeah. tell us a little bit about Relentless. How did you come up with this idea and, and the production of it? I mean, I was so impressed by the trailer. Thank you. We showed it at our Impact Conference. Obviously, we had a lot of the right people in the room that took immediate interest in it. And I think this is going to have some, some great cascading effects in a yeah. positive way for you. Tell us a little bit about Relentless. Yeah, absolutely. So the idea actually started with a former intern of mine when I was doing business development. Uh, she was handling some marketing for me and she was a senior film student at Chapman University. Mm -hmm. She was doing her thesis and her and I had become friends throughout the course of that internship and she took an interest in my story. Um, and I think we wanted to take Relentless in a direction that, again, just it showed what transformation can occur regardless of your circumstances. Right. Um, and she just had such a great creative vision. I think we had a great professional chemistry working with each other. Awesome. Um, and the friendship that goes, you know, behind the cameras and behind the scenes really allowed her to ask the questions that would allow me to be vulnerable. Right. Um, and get conversation out that really could do justice to my short story and showcase you know, what I've been through and, you know, mm -hmm. where I've come from and where I'm going. Now. Awesome. And uh, it, it's been incredibly successful, something we never imagined. Yeah. You know, we were a uh, we were a nominee for a Student Academy Award, which is amazing. Um, and we've gone to a number of film festivals and showcases. actually got one this weekend. Wonderful. Um, and we're planning on taking taking the thing on tour Great. to colleges, universities, rehab centers, and businesses mm -hmm. through 2020. Awesome. And, you know, not just the screenings, but I want to spread my message right. and help people. And uh, she can do the same thing for the younger crowd. And just, you know, going through college trying to figure things out. Oh, is, yeah. It's pretty tough. You it think is. you have it all figured out, sure. but you don't. Stages in life. Oh, yeah. You know? And so we want to take this thing on the road and really, you know, I want to speak my mind and, and really help people. And the, sure. and the success of the movie world rely on the impact that we have on people's lives. Right. Um, I think the documentary itself uh, is incredibly impactful. Yeah. Um, even though it's my story, it's kind of weird watching myself no, up on the awesome. big screen. But yeah. I, I think there's a lot of messages that transcend audiences, not right. just the disabled community, but you know the professional community, just sure. individuals going through their own yep. struggles. There's yeah. something for everybody, and I think it's something that'll do yeah. really well. In 2010, I founded the Anaheim International Film Festival. It was a one-year, yep. one-hit wonder. Disneyland Resort was our partner. Nice. And of the 300 films that we showed, the documentaries are the ones that I was really drawn into. And I really think that the future of film is really going into these short formats. And yep. you look at this company called Quibi that Meg Whitman starting, they've raised billions of dollars yeah. and this company is going to be coming out with very short, high quality videos and documentaries and you know that seems to be the wave of where things are going in the digital uh -huh. commerce Technology, of video. Technology, everyone's yeah. a filmmaker, you totally. got it in your pocket. You got yeah. it in your pocket, right? Yeah. One minute you know, exactly. film you can create. Well, l let me just say how humbled I am to have you as a friend. 
as someone who's made a huge impact in my life, I go through valleys. I've had some, yeah. some tough blows this year. Uh, we all do. And if we don't really face those realities, then who are we to ourselves and to our communities? And, you know, to, to be able to reflect on some of the things that you've been through has really uh, shed a lot of insight to me. And as you know, running KCOM, the IMA, IEC, there are hundreds if not thousands of professionals that we're in front of. And to be able to channel your story and stories like yours to our community is so important to me. I'm just the medium, I'm the catalyst, right? Oh, okay. And so you've got our resources and our commitment to continue putting wind beneath your wings Thank to you. help your story fly because if it's not one it's a hundred and if it's not a hundred it's a thousand people's lives that you impact and being on our stage in las vegas and seeing the cascading effect that happened in that room and how that's been able to transpire uh, among all those organizations these are big billion dollar companies like microsoft and amazon that you're now in front of and I just hope uh, you know this film continues to, to hit as many screens as possible because it really does uh, touch everyone's heart and soul and it lets them pay it forward to their community. So we're very stoked to have you as our first guest and really appreciate all of you for listening to our first uh, Impact Show. Uh, we're gonna be doing this on a monthly basis, 30 minute shows on individuals creating impact to their industries and society. And I thank you for being with us today. Thank you so much, I appreciate it.